I am your father. This is a Brandon Colby Jacobs from Facebook exclusive. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. Touche, my nigga. Touche. Yo, what it do, what it is, man. It's your boy, Brandon Kobe Jacobs, and you are listening to the Stephens 1984 podcast, man. Um, episode... Shit, I don't really know what episode it is. Guess that doesn't really matter, man. I know a lot of you have probably been like, yo, where's Brandon been? And I haven't seen any updates on the iTunes channel. Uh, well, first, let me explain what ended up happening. I was supposed to do an episode with uh, with Young Trap, Trap Beckham, um, probably about three weeks ago now. And we did it. And it was great. And it was awesome. And I learned a whole lot of stuff about Trap that I didn't already know. And we talked about his new mixtape, Life is Lit, or his EP, rather, uh, Life is Lit. Uh, shout out to Grand Prix. Shout out to uh, Pretty Ricky. Shout out to Trap, man. So we li- we got an opportunity to sit down and chop it up on all of those things. And the audio had an issue. Um, there's this like uh, this like scratching noise. It's almost pulling at the audio of both of our vocals uh, throughout the throughout the entire podcast. It's not something that I was able to pick up on prior to. Um, I can't tell you exactly what caused it or how we could go about correcting it. I mean, I've checked all of you know my little connections and stuff as it relates to the podcast, and everything seemed to be fine on on our end um i don't know what happened but i think maybe it might have had something to do with the computer and just kind of leaving the system up too long and not giving it an opportunity to reset but whatever the case might be i'm still going to plan on putting some of that out i've just got to figure out how to chop it up and kind of turn it into like an overall review of his uh of his ep which um i've listened to it several times i like it a lot but i don't want to go too much into that right now um but just know that that episode will be coming out. It's just going to come out a little bit differently than what it would have originally come out. And that's part of the reason why you haven't heard anything from me in a while. The other reason why you probably haven't heard anything from me in a while is because work has just been crazy between that, um, between uh, UNF Black Alumni Weekend, between a recent event that took place at UNF regarding a racist Snapchat post and all that kind of stuff, which I'll get to after I tell the really cool story about going to jail. um between all of those things going on it just made it next to impossible impossible to be able to sit down and do an episode of established 1984 um there's still a lot of people that i want to interview we're coming up next month will actually be one year um of established 1984 podcast and i'm really proud about that um there's a lot of people that i want to get on the show um so i'm excited to see some of those people get on the show um if those of you, I'm going to go ahead and put it out here right now. If those of you who know Toya Cousins, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Toya Goodman, who used to run with me, I am trying to get her on the podcast for the one year anniversary. Um, I have asked her like multiple times, but maybe if some other people who want to hear some really cool new blood entertainment stories, um, you know, get some perspective on our time together in the industry and things like that go to her and tell her how much they want to hear those things maybe we could just get her on the podcast but toy if you're listening I, I it would mean a lot to me i think that you're probably one of the most influential people in my life personally um i have a tremendous amount of respect for you and your family and i just would love to get an opportunity to sit down and chop it up with you so 
that's all I'm going to say on that. If you guys want to see her on the podcast, just, uh, you know, tag her in a couple posts, Toya Cousins, and let's see if we can get a movement going. <laughs> but, um, so what I'm sure everybody was probably waiting to hear about, because you're like, okay, you saw, like, the tag, and you're like, okay, well, what the fuck was going on? Um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, I was supposed to go home. I'm trying to pull all this stuff out. I was supposed to go home the weekend of uh, Halloween, and I did. I drove all the way from Dallas, Texas, through Louisiana, through Mississippi, through Alabama, all the way to Florida. So I get to Florida. I get to Florida. Um, I spent the night in um, in a, a beach city uh, right at, called right outside of Seaside. For those of you who don't know where Seaside, Florida is, Seaside, Florida is where they uh, where they filmed the the Truman Show. Um, I always try to, especially coming from Texas now, I know I can usually pass through there and I only lose about 45 minutes worth of time. So I usually like to pass through there just because I like that city a whole lot. And I want an opportunity to kind of go hit it up and see what's popping there and everything like that. Grab some fresh seafood, that kind of deal. Um, so I spent the night at a hotel not that far from Seaside. And then I got up in the morning. And I was like, OK, well, I'm going to go into Tallahassee. So I'm getting up mad early. Like I got up probably like 530 in the morning or something like that. And this is on that Saturday. So that would have been what was that, guys? Is that like the no, it's not the 30th. Um, It was hold on. Looking at my rest paperwork. <laughs> um, That would have been the 28th. So the 28th, I am uh, I pull into Tallahassee because I was like, OK, well, I'm going to go to Tallahassee. I grab something to eat. It'll be, it'll be, everything will be cool. Um, So I pull in off the interstate off of 10 and um, I'm uh, as I'm pulling in off of 10, I end up um, I think I had just gotten off the interstate. So my cruise control was still on. And so I'm probably speeding. I, I don't deny that at all. Um. And there was a cop sitting in the median um, onto this road that I had just gotten gotten off the interstate off of 10. Um, you know, there was a cop sitting in the median. So he's sitting in the median. Um, I pass him. He doesn't have his lights on. Um, I didn't hear him or, or anything crazy. Um, now, to my left, as I'm going into the city, to my left, there was a gas station, but obviously I didn't want to make that left hand turn, you know, because I also saw him. So I didn't make a left hand turn in front of him to go into the gas station. And on my right of down in front of me is a, uh, a RV station. And I can look from the road and I can see that they have like restrooms and all that kind of stuff. So I'm about to get off to go use the restroom at this RV station. I get off, go to the restroom. I get out of the car. I have the car parked and there's this heavy set white woman standing at the restrooms. I get out of the car very calmly and I say, hey, I said, are those restrooms for the public? She said, yeah. I said, can I use it? She said, yeah. She said, and she points to, I guess, the one that she thought was better to use because maybe somebody had just used the other one or whatever the case might be. So I go in, I'm using the bathroom and as I'm peeing, I hear this. Open the door. It's a uh, police or, you know, whatever it was. And I was like, what? 
<laughs> and so I'm literally flushing the toilet. So I flush the toilet, open the door, and this uh, Florida Highway Patrolman, obviously the guy who was sitting in the median, goes, "Would you flush down the toilet?" I said, "What?" <laughs> I'm sorry. He goes, "Would you flush down the toilet? You were running from me." I said, "Uh." Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't running from you, and all I flushed down the toilet was urine. You can check for yourself. So he like, you know how like somebody shoves you, but they not strong enough to like really shove you for real, for real. Like he like gave me like one of those kind of shoves at first. I was like, okay, it, this was this is a motherfucker that's that's just on one today. So, um, he he ends up shoving me or whatever, and then he goes and he looks in the toilet like there's going to be something there. And he um and so he comes back out and he's go, you need to tell me the truth right now. What was uh what were you flushing down the toilet? I was like, bro, urine. That's it. <laughs> like I was like, what is your problem? He was like, you were running from me. Why'd you cut across traffic? I said, I cut across the traffic on my side of the road to get to the RV station to use the bathroom. He was like, well, why didn't you use the bathroom at the gas station, motherfucker? Cause I I ain't feel like it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want to make a left hand turn across traffic. What is your problem? But I guess in his mind, because I guess to him, he felt like the more appropriate place for me to use the restroom would have been the gas station as opposed to the RV station that I chose to use that I had to be up to something and that I had to be running from him. Neither of which I was doing. The dude never like pulled me over. He never flashed his lights or anything. So, um, I can tell the dude is, by the way, just to preface this, the dude is black. So before anybody thinks that this is um, racial from a black, white perspective, it's not. Do I think that uh, he was stereotyping? Absolutely. Um, and I'll get to that in a second. Um, so he um, he tells me, you know, where's your wallet and where's your information? I already know I'm dealing with a crazy motherfucker. So I'm like, yo, bro. My wallet is in the car. He's like, go get your wallet. I said, nah, dog. Because for those of you, just as an aside, for those of you who are from Duval County who are listening to this, I'm from Duval County. And y'all remember that dude at the Shell gas station where the cop pulled him over at the gas station, told him to get his wallet out the car. And when he went to get his wallet out the car, the dude shot him and said that he thought he had a gun. No, 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 no. Fuck you. I'm not getting in this car and I'm not reaching into the car to grab a motherfucking thing. You can reach into the car yourself and grab whatever it is that you want because I I know I'm not doing anything and I know that there's nothing going on. Now, as another aside, I want to point something out. At the time, my license is suspended and my license is suspended from a ticket that I got in Butts County, uh, Georgia, that I had already paid. You know how it is in Georgia where they put you on probation if you don't want to pay the whole ticket all at once. So they put me on probation. I paid the ticket off probably in like June and I had not been back to Florida because those of you who know, know that, oh, Brandon got another job in February and moved to Texas. And so I, um, I had paid the ticket off in June and I talked to the probation officer because they assigned you a probation officer, obviously, because you're on probation for this ticket. It's ridiculous. But, um, so I had talked to my probation officer. I said, look, I'm moving to, I'm moving from Georgia to Texas and I have a Florida license. I've paid you guys. What do I need to do in order to get my license reinstated? Because I tried to go online to pay it and that wouldn't work. She said, well, it's not really that big of a deal. All you need to do is keep the paperwork that I've sent you 
and you you should be fine. And then when you just get back to Florida, just pay the $60 to reinstate your license officially. But you shouldn't have any problems with any officers or anything like that because you have the paperwork from Butts County in your email from where we've been communicating over the past few months since you moved in February and you had been making your payments to pay off the ticket online. Okay, cool. So I've always had that in my email. So I'm trying to tell this guy because he's like, well, what's up with your license or whatever? Because I have a copy of my physical license. I gave him a copy of my physical license. He runs it. He goes, it's suspended. I say, yes, I know it's, I know it looks suspended in your system. I said, but if you just let me explain, he ain't trying to hit it. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm trying to tell him, I'm like, dude, like I have no reason to lie to you about this. And I, and if you just let me show you my phone, I'd be more than happy to explain it. Now, if you let me show you my phone and you still want to go through all this hoopla, cool. The motherfucker, while we're doing all this, decides to call two other officers because he believes that I was selling dope and I flushed dope down the toilet. I'm not even finna go into that. Let's just say those of you who 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 know where I'm at in my life know that ain't even no shit that I'm on. But so he decided to call them. Everybody's staring me down. You know, they're doing a thousand yard stare to try to intimidate you into answering questions. And then they bring one of the supervisors that specializes in um, behavioral analysis and stuff like that, where they ask you 50 million questions in an attempt to try to get you to uh, catch yourself in a lie or something like that. But I ain't lying about nothing. So I don't have anything to worry about. There's nothing that I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned about getting caught up the only thing that's an issue is my license is in fact showing suspended in florida system but i'm driving to jacksonville it's like eight o'clock in the morning i would be there by 11 o'clock i'd walk into one of those dmvs or the the tax collector's office that was open on saturday pay the 60 dollars and move on like you know what i'm saying and that's what i'm trying to explain to them and i'm like yo if you just let me show you the paperwork i can explain to you why my license shows suspended in your system but butts county has cleared me i'm good to go so needless to say they wasn't trying to hear that so they decided to arrest me (laughs) for driving with a suspended license i'm like oh my god like and i'm trying to tell them i was like yo i said am i gonna be able to get home to go see my parents because i mean those of you who know you listen to other podcasts you know my dad has alzheimer's and you know my mom is dealing with kind of helping him through that process and all that kind of stuff and I, there was this expectation for me to be home and so i'm sitting here trying to tell them like yo dude like i'm 33 years old you know what i'm saying i'm not causing no problems i ain't had no issues with the law in a long time or nothing like that i was like dude like this is real simple if you let me show you my if you just let me get to my phone i can show you what the situation is and i thought that that was more than reasonable but I guess Buddy wasn't trying to hit it. So he decided to arrest me um, for driving with a suspended license. And he, um, one of the white cops, ended up being really cool about the whole situation. Because I guess once they figured out that like I wasn't making shit up or whatever, but this black dude just had a hard on um, for arresting me. You know, they started to be super cool about it because they went through my car and they saw, oh, okay. This is a person that went to college. This is a person that has two computers. Why do you have two computers? I said, well, one is my personal computer from where I do podcasts because all of this podcast equipment was in there because I was supposed to be doing an episode with Doom um, when I got to Jacksonville. And I probably would have done a couple other episodes that you guys would have had an opportunity to check out. Um, so they see all that in there. I said, and the other computer is my work computer. I work in transportation and logistics and I manage an account out of uh, Dallas, Texas. And they were like, oh, OK, that's cool. So 
And then like the dude, the black dude who read me my Miranda rights, he decided to uh, handcuff me like super extra tight. And everybody knows that I've had surgery on my right hand. And the white dude was super cool because he uncuffed me and then like gave me like two sets of cuffs. So then that way, like I could move my right hand because everybody knows like all the nerve, the nerve damage in my right hand is pretty bad. And I was trying to explain that to the black dude. But again, he was just being a fucking dick. And, and wouldn't listen to what I was trying to tell him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was this nefarious drug lord. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Driving from Texas to Florida with, with you know, two keys of coke. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was nothing like that. But, so then I get arrested. He takes me down. Um, Well, the white, one of the white cops ends up taking me down to Leon County uh, Jailhouse. And, you know, I end up sitting there for a while. And we'll get into that whole process in a second. But I want to read what this dude wrote. He said, at approximately on October 28, 2017, at approximately 9.46 a.m., I, Trooper, we're not going to say his name right now. I'm going to wait until all of this stuff goes to court. And then I'm going to totally add him because I already found Buddy on on Facebook. You know, it says uh, of the Florida Highway Patrol in Leon County, I was sitting on the westbound left turning lane. Um, at the intersection of United States Highway 90 and Popular Road when I observed a gold uh, Chevrolet Equinox traveling at a high rate of speed, if you consider like 58 miles an hour, which is what I believe the cruise control was on to be a high rate of speed. Okay. Um, I attempted to conduct a traffic stop on the vehicle displaying a Georgia license plate. Um I want to stop right there. He said, I attempted to conduct a traffic stop on the vehicle. If you were attempting to conduct a traffic stop on the vehicle, wouldn't you have to turn your lights on and notify the vehicle? I'm attempting to pull you over. That never happened. So I just, I want to preface that. Okay. Um, the driver drove behind the Lakeside RV park located on uh, 641 West Tennessee street. Let's keep this in mind. I went. The bathrooms sit right at the front of the the building. If I was running from him, why would I pull in to the building that sits right in the front? This is stupid. I would have gone deep in the back and tried to cut off. You know what I mean? Like, like I hate to say it, but my nigga, I've been a criminal before. I know how to run from the police. And that's not how you run from the police. You don't just pull into an RV park and the, if the building right in the front, you go right behind that. That'd be fucking stupid. But okay. So he says that I uh, I drove behind the RV park. He said, um, and got out of the vehicle and ran into a bathroom after receiving the door's password from an unidentified resident of uh, Lakeside RV Park. Couple of things to keep to note here. These are very specific accusations that he's making. He says, uh, I got out of the vehicle and ran. I want you to keep that in mind. Then he said, after receiving the door's password from an unidentified resident. Let's stop right there. First of all, did you see me run? If the answer is no, why would you write that in your statement? Number two, after receiving the password from an unidentified Lakeside RV Park resident. Did this resident tell you that they gave me a password? First of all, that's not true. No one gave me a password. Um, there's there's like a button code on the door, but no one gave it to me because it was already unlocked. So either the person lied or you just made that shit up. So let's just keep that in mind. Number three, if you're going to make a statement 
uh, affirming what someone else actually did and they told you that they gave me a passcode, why didn't you put their name in the statement? So I just want you to like, you know what I'm saying? Keep that in mind. This is essentially a person trying to create a specific narrative to justify the arrest. The resident identified the uh, the resident identified the restroom the driver had run into. He keeps putting run in this motherfucker like my big five foot six, 240 pound ass is going to be running anywhere. But OK, <laughs> run into I knocked on the restroom door, identified myself as law enforcement with the Florida Highway Patrol, at which time I could hear the toilet flushing. Immediately after the toilet flushed, I made contact with the driver and identified him as Florida driver. He gives my license, my driver's license number, Brandon Kobe Jacobs, date of birth, April 24th, 1984. I asked the the Tallahassee Regional Communication Center uh, to conduct a record check on on the farmers. I don't, I don't know what that's about. Driver's license. They uh, they confirmed that his driver's license was suspended. I advised uh, Jacobs that the stop was uh what the just stop was for and he was read his Miranda warning. Jacobs agreed to the question and he stated that he knew his driver's license was suspended and he was working on getting them reinstated once he arrived to Jacksonville. Again, that's not what I said. I said, I recognize the fact that it shows suspended in your system, but my license has been cleared by the state of Georgia. I just need to get to Florida to submit the documentation. Could it be interpreted as the same thing? Yes, but I wasn't saying it in the same way that he wrote it in here. So he said, uh, I arrested, uh, I don't know why he kept putting farmer. He clearly had something else going on with somebody with the last name farmer. He said, I arrested farmer at at approximately 10 01 AM and he was transported to Leon County jail by another trooper without incident. So that was my Saturday that day. Now, so I get down to the jailhouse and I mean, I've been to the jailhouse before, so it ain't really that big a deal. I get there. Um, I meet the, you know, the folks that are working at the front. Um, super nice folks have no issues with with them. Shout out to them. They were tremendously nice to me and everything like that. Um, until um, they had asked me like, yo, um, you know, you gonna have to get a bail bondsman and all that kind of stuff. I said, well. How much is it going to cost me to get out? They were like, oh, well, we don't know yet. We're going to have to um, wait on the uh, officer to finish uh, filling out the paperwork and submitting that to us. And then from there, we can process you. And then once you're processed, we submit the paperwork to the judge that's working on the weekend. He'll let us know what the bond is. And then you can get a bail bondsman to get out. I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. Um, So the guy ends up filling out the paperwork. Um. And they end up telling me that it's going to be $500 to bond out. Now, keep in mind, like, these people, like, I was not in the holding cell or nothing like that. They just sitting here shooting the shit with me, telling me that basically, like, this guy has done this kind of stuff to other people before. Um, and so they just shooting the shit with me or whatever. And um, it wasn't until I guess they knew that I could bond myself out, like, without having to get a bail bondsman and I didn't have to sit around and I ain't have to go in the population or nothing like that. Like, I was going to get out in a couple of hours. After that, they just decided that they were just going to be assholes. And they was accusing me of being this this drug lord and drug trafficking. And just like, you know, you know how sometimes, like, you know what I'm saying, the, the folks at the jailhouse like to make life way more difficult than it has to be. Like, they overcorrect you. And you know what I'm saying? Like, just being real extra with the shit. So they being real extra with the shit. 
And, you know, I just tried to remain calm because I was like, man, I'm not finna give y'all no issue, no reason to have an issue with me. And, you know, this guy comes in and, and you know, the officer comes in and he's asking me all these questions and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, just let me know how much all of this stuff is because I, I need to go ahead and get home. So he told me, he said, well, um, also, I had to uh, add another charge on there because your license because your license is suspended. Georgia suspended your tag. I didn't know nothing about that. <laughs> you know, um, so I was like, oh, I said, OK. Um, so I ended up paying five hundred dollars of my own cash money to get out. Um, shout out to my, uh, my sister Charlene. She, uh, she's I got a sweetheart. Uh, she came pick me up from the, um, from the jailhouse. I got out, um, ended up having to pay $170 to get my, um, to get my car out. And then at that point I was just kind of like, all right, so what am I gonna do? I was like, well, I can, um, either continue to drive East and go to Jacksonville, possibly run into some more police officers are going to give me a hard time about this license or I can go back west um, and just get out of the state of Florida and I can deal with all of this shit when I get back to Texas which is what I ended up having to do so I ended up driving all the way back to Texas um, the very next day and um, I ended up having to take off that following Monday and literally just kind of try to do everything over the phone. And I mean, it was a pain in the ass. It was frustrating, all of those kinds of things. But I am happy to report that. Um, where is it? Hold on. For those of you who can um, who can see me on facebook live you can see i got this letter from uh the butts county courthouse and it says on april 10th 2016 the above named defendant was charged with driving uh with driving while uh while suspended with no insurance his court date was scheduled for August 25th, 2016. He failed to appear. Subsequently, the court issued a failure to appear and sent a notice to Georgia Department of Driver Services on September 19th, 2016. Shout out to Founders Day. I don't even know where I was at on 2016. Um, to suspend his driving privileges. Mr. Jacobs appeared in court on January 19th, 2017, where he was placed on probation for the said charges. By the fault of the court, notice was not sent to the Georgia Department of Driving Services to withdraw the suspension. The court has since rectified the issue. It is the responsibility of Mr. Jacobs to pay any and all reinstatement fees before his driving privileges can be fully restored. So essentially they're saying, yo, our bad. We fucked up. We didn't tell the DMV that you paid this shit off. And that was keeping you from being able to pay the little sixty dollars that you have to that you need to pay in order for Florida to recognize the driver. The license has been re- reinstated by us. This was in my email too. So, <laughs> so needless to say, if Buddy Rowe, overachiever, uh, highway patrolman, who shout out to him, he had just graduated in in March. I think he'd been a I think he'd been a highway patrolman for a couple of months. I just looked him up online. I mean, you 
Like he just graduated. Like, I mean, and he just graduated from college too. Like, like yesterday. Like, so, but shout out to him. I think the only thing that I would say to him is, is I recognize the fact that you may see a lot of criminals, um, all the time, but dude, you really gotta, you gotta learn how to relax and kind of manage situations and not over, over assess the situation. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not always as deep and as, uh, Machiavellian as you, you might try to make it out to be, or, you know what I'm saying? You're your uh your training has uh led you to believe because all that shit that you was doing wasn't necessary so i hope you don't do that to other people consistently because i mean sometimes it's just shit happens you know what i mean like and people are living their lives and traveling and it makes it kind of difficult to be able to resolve every problem and i feel like i could have been handled a little bit better than that i ain't mad about it because luckily i have money to get out i paid my own bond i'm gonna get the money back when i go to court because i'm gonna go to court so i'm not tripping but I just feel like that, that situation could have been handled a little bit better than the way it was handled. But my license is back reinstated. Life's all good. I'm all good. Everything's okay. I ain't have to go in general pop. I ain't have to sit around that motherfucker for the weekend. So um have no beef with Leon County, man. They they treated me well while I was there. And I was happy to get out and go on about my business. So um shout out to everybody, man. License is good, life is good, all of those kind of things. Now so that's the story about going to jail. <laughs> um, so what else has been going on, man, since I've uh, kind of been MIA? Um, I did talk briefly on my social media about the situation with Tyrese with his daughter and all of that kind of stuff. And just kind of to kind of reiterate that whole situation, um, I'll say this, that I recognize the fact that I recognize the fact that, uh, you know, some people, you know, don't really have any empathy for people with uh, mental issues. Um, they may view Tyrese as a person just, you know, wanting attention. And that may very well be the case. It may be a layered issue. It may be, it may be, you know, just him wanting attention. But as it relates, and I'm only going to speak to the situation with his daughter specifically. If he's crying and all upset as it relates to his daughter, I have the, the utmost empathy for that. Um, I can totally feel where he's coming from on that front because, um, if you love a child and you care for a child and, um, you have a relationship, if that's your daughter, if you're raising that child or whatever the case might be, and that's taken away. I mean, I can, I can attest to personally being deeply hurt, um, and not really knowing how to go about properly handling that situation and, in the world that we live in now, it's easy to tell people don't go to social media to address your concerns. But we live in such a world where like like social media is so instantaneous. It's like that's where you can immediately like express yourself and get a response for how you're feeling right then. And I think that so much of the world is used to doing that. And it's something that I'm used to doing. Hell, I mean, some people might say that's the reason why I do a fucking podcast. Um, so I can have empathy for that. And recognize that there may be some things that Tyrese could do differently. Um, but I just think that we need to, we're a society of like completely insensitive motherfuckers. And I think that we could do a lot better in how we treat people who are going through challenges and circumstances and how judgmental we are before we have all of the facts. Um, so I try not to really say a whole lot on, on a lot of stuff these days, mainly because you know, if I don't have all the facts, I don't want to go 
passing judgment on nobody one way or another one. I don't really know everything about their situation because, I mean, there are people in the world who love to tell me about how I should and shouldn't handle my situation as it relates to baby girl and a variety of other things. And to those people, I say, you know, you're entitled to your opinion and you're entitled to your perspective through whatever lens of information you may have. But if you don't have all of the information, there's really only so much that you can say. So I take your opinions and your thoughts with a grain of salt. So that's my feelings on that particular subject. Um, Beyond that, man, I mean, other stuff, I mean, motherfuckers still out here kneeling. Um, I think that, you know, some of uh, some of the folks who are protesting are missing a point as it relates to what the protest was originally about. Um, I, I agree with a lot of the uh, the lot of the narratives where people are saying that the protest has been hijacked in a lot of ways. Some of that by the NFL players to present an agenda that it was not originally for. Um, also for uh, the president to hijack it, to draw attention to himself and, you know, his own desires and aspirations and to misdirect some of the issues and some of the shortcomings that he has as it relates to not being able to get any real laws and any real headway as it relates to his political agenda passed and pushed through. And I think that it's a lot of misdirection. Um, and that's unfortunate because what Colin was originally uh, protesting about, um, you know, uh, equality for uh, minorities, fair treatment under the law, um, you know, social injustice, all of that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of getting lost in the midst of everybody being upset with their owner, their, with their NFL owner or with the president or, you know, because it wasn't about those things. So that's my opinion on that. Um, now, um, as it relates to, um, you know, the 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 stuff um well i'll leave that topic alone i've already said for for anybody who has any thoughts or any feelings or wants to know my opinion on the situation at unf go read the um go read the letter that i wrote um i think that that gives the most appropriate and thoughtful and mature um Position as it relates to that particular situation. I don't want to get too much into that and kind of get it. It's uh, I don't want that situation to be miscast in what my intentions were as it related to it by really going in depth about it on the podcast. Um, what I will say is, is that I strongly encourage any uh, black and brown people that are interested in um, in pushing the black and brown agenda at the University of North Florida forward to make sure that they register um, repost, um, tag a friend, um, and buy tickets to the events for UNF Black Alumni Weekend to raise money for the Amana American Dream Scholarship. Um, I think that one of the best ways in any situation to um, increase the uh, the volume of your voice and your presence um, to get a specific agenda pushed through is to be present from a physical standpoint. Um, to to have your dollars counted and then valued as a part of what an organization is doing. And if that is present, then that organization begins to take you seriously as an individual. Um, so th that's my opinion as it relates to that. So we've got a lot of great programming um, from UNF Black Alumni Weekend perspective. I'm excited about all of the stuff that we're doing. We have a meeting tonight. Um, 
So I'm I'm looking forward to to chopping it up with my friends and doing what we can do to try to push the agenda forward for black and brown people at the University of North Florida. Um, shout out to my dog, Ivory Orr. I had a great conversation with him last night just about, you know, working this process and, um, you know, trying to do what's right for people, even when they may not understand what's in their best interest. When you kind of sit on a roll that, that I kind of sit in. I don't like to view myself as the leader of any of anything. Um, I don't think that that's what I am. I think that I'm just one of many voices. But, you know, because of the position that I have on the board of directors for the Alumni Association, um, you know, I have a little bit higher profile. And sometimes people view me as a leader. And I want to make sure that if I am going to be in any sort of leadership role that I make sure that I do it in the, the best light possible, showing uh, respect and reverence for the agenda of black and brown people. And I never want to take that for granted. So um, shout out to Ivory Man. Um, he's been tremendously helpful. You know, finally, we, we don't have beef anymore. <laughs> Ivory going to kill me. going to be like, we never have beef. <laughs> but we don't have beef anymore. And, 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 and things are all good. Um Things that other things that I'm working on, man. Um, I really need to start working on this video game, um, this video game script and working on getting that out. So that's something that I'm planning on doing for the new year. Um, going to Houston for a couple of weeks, um, to do some training for my job. Um, so we'll see what pans out on that front. So if, uh, if you're in Houston and you want to chop it up, hit me up, hit me up on the email and all that kind of stuff, and we can chop it up and catch lunch. If there's somebody that you feel like needs to be on the podcast, man, feel free to tag those people and let them know. Somebody tag Swords because I've been trying to get Swords on the phone because um, we have uh, three old episodes that was a three-parter that I did with Swords um, several years ago. Um, it was an old episode, and I'm looking to do a brand new episode with Swords, but I've been shooting him messages and stuff like that, and I feel like I'm I'm getting treated like a fan. You know what I'm saying? Which I am a fan, but damn, like, damn, Nate, I don't know you a long time. <laughs> so I, 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 I still want to get Swords. I still want to get Doom. Um, I still want to get Latoya. Um, golly, I still want to get Q45. Um, there's a lot of people that I still want to hit up and I still want to get on the podcast. Um, I still got to sit down and chop it up with nephew. Um, I know I've seen a couple of pictures of him in the hospital recently. So um, big up to nephew. Uh, I hope everything's all good with you from a medical standpoint. Wish you nothing but the best, man. And if you're still having medical issues, I hope you the speediest of recoveries, man. We love you and we respect you as an MC, man. I know I don't know you personally, but I've always respected you as an MC. And uh, want nothing but the best for you, uh, you know, financially, medically, all that kind of stuff, man. Um, so uh, shout out to Duval County, man. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the continued support. And if you guys need to get in contact with me, you can hit me up on the email uh, EST1984podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit me up on the Instagram of the same name, uh, EST1984podcast. You can even hit me up on my personal email at Brandon Kobe Jacobs or if you want to hit me up on the Instagram on a personal DM and you want to slide in my DMs you can slide in my DMs at Brandon Kobe Jacobs I am Brandon Kobe Jacobs and you have been listening to the Established 1984 Podcast take care <laughs>